0: Welcome to this episode of the We Travel There podcast. We're in Lake Charles, Louisiana with my new friend Shalisa Rowland of visitlakecharles.org. Shalisa moved here about six months ago from Shreveport and loves the can-do spirit of the locals. In this episode, Shalisa and I talk about driving the Creole Nature Trail, eating smoked badan, and watching the horses race at Delta Downs. You hear about these three amazing experiences and so much more. If you know someone interested in visiting the Gulf Coast, I'd love it if you share this episode with them. The show notes will be available at wetravelthere.com forward slash Lake Charles. Now let's get started. The We Travel There podcast helps you travel like a local by interviewing guests from around the world to uncover the hidden gems of their city by finding out the best things to do, eat, drink, and see from a local's point of view. Acorns is one of my favorite apps because it helps me invest spare change automatically. Every time I make a purchase with a registered debit or credit card, the transaction is rounded up to the next dollar. Then, Acorn invests these roundups in my personalized portfolio. Plus, when you shop at participating retailers or service providers, you can earn additional found money to invest in your future. Examples of current and previous partners include DoorDash, Liberty Mutual, Macy's, and FedEx. I've been using Acorns for years and love how much money I've saved up from all these small investments. Sign up using my referral link at wetravelthere.com forward slash Acorns to start saving today. Hey, Shalisa, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, Lee. Thank you so much.
0: Today, we're talking about Lake Charles, Louisiana, and a city, honestly, I didn't really know much about, uh, but I learned about it when I was writing the article about the the cheapest road trip in America that was kind of along the the Gator Trail along the Gulf Coast, and I saw some really cool things about Lake Charles, and I reached out to you and said, I got to have you on the show.
1: (laughs) Oh, absolutely. So there's just so much to do in this area, and I'm seeing it through fresh eyes myself. I just moved here in March of 2022. And when I tell you that this is the coolest place and I just, my heart just goes out to the entire
0: area. I just love it. Right on. Where'd you move from?
1: So I moved to Lake Charles from Shreveport, Louisiana, which is the northern part of the state. And so Lake Charles is actually Southwest Louisiana region.
0: Oh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah. So you're native of Louisiana, uh, but you just came down to the a little bit more towards the water.
1: Actually, no, I'm originally from Texas. So, a Texas native. My hometown is Nacogdoches, Texas. And as soon as I graduated from high school, I applied to universities all across the world. And LSU Shreveport was the first one that accepted me. So, I packed my bags and I left. So, Louisiana is like, has adopted me.
0: Wow, that's fantastic. So, if you had to describe like the people or the city in just a couple of words, how would you do that?
1: Um, so it's it's really unique, but not in like the cliche way, right? It's unique in the in the sense that it's authentic and genuine. As a Texas native, you know, there's a sense of pride that comes throughout the entire state. Like don't miss with Texas, blah blah blah. But in Louisiana, Lake Charles specifically. There is a sense of love and passion in everything that they do from the culture that they have like derived from and their roots in music and history. People really take that seriously. So Lake Charles is in the southwest Louisiana region, and we are only a couple of hours away from Houston. But Lake Charles is so small and, and I shouldn't say small, but it, it's a small city, but it still has a huge impact on that side of the Texas area. Whereas that's not always the case.
0: Sure. Sure. Okay. So like you said, we're Southwest Louisiana. So I guess you're, like you said, you're closer to Houston than you are like say New Orleans, right? Absolutely. Okay. And, um, okay. So if somebody wants to fly uh, to Lake Charles, is there an airport locally there or do we fly into Houston to get there?
1: No, there's a um, a regional airport, so you can go, you can fly into that airport, but Houston is also just a quick commute. So if you're already going to Houston, you might as well make a, a day trip down to Lake Charles. It's so worth it.
0: Okay. Like say you fly into Houston, you're hanging out there for a few days and enjoying yourself. How far of a drive is it to, to Lake Charles?
1: Just a couple of hours. And because Houston is huge, like, so it just depends on what part of the area that you're staying in, but typically about a couple of hours. But it's actually worth staying in Lake Charles, honestly. Like I say day trip, but I would 100% spend a couple of days in Lake Charles if I were in Houston.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah, I, I know, like I said, when I was writing that article about the, the road trip along the gator path, one of the things that really kind of stood out to me was like the, the Creole Nature Trail, All-American Road. It just seemed a really cool experience. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
1: So the Creole Nature Trail, All-American Road is pretty much like a 180-mile road trip. Along the Gulf of Mexico. And when I tell you that it is one thing to read about everything that it offers and all the things you can experience along that route, but when you're in that car and you see like these boardwalks that are kind of placed in the middle of untouched nature, when you are in at these beaches and you see them lined with shells, like seashells of all kinds, and you see locals crabbing on the, on the side of the road and the sunsets. <laughs> so you, you you hear all these things and you see the photos but once you're out there, it's truly like a, a paradise in Louisiana's outback. And we say that because like there's so many, um, wildlife reserves and stuff like that out there and you can go fishing. You can just kind of walk and see everything. You'll see alligators. And if you go in the right season, you'll see huge flocks of birds that cover fields and fields along that route. I mean, you just cannot go wrong.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I'm always looking for cool experiences to be able to take my kids because, you know, I mean, we're like city kids from California. <laughs> We've been in Nashville now for the last four years, you know, and so yeah. we're getting a little bit more in touch with nature. But even then, we're still kind of in the suburbs, right? So I like to take them to experiences like this where they can go out there and, and really just experience away from all the cars and all the concrete jungles and all that stuff and be able to really experience nature in a, in a more pristine form.
1: Yeah, because I feel like most times when you're learning about nature or you're learning about the area's offerings, it's in a book or it's maybe on a video. But there's nothing like smelling what the marshlands are like, like feeling some of the mist of the area on your skin. Like these are things that cannot be taught, but they resonate so much
0: deeper. Absolutely. So, okay. So you mentioned like visiting at certain times of year, as far as the flocks of birds and and those types of things, what's the weather like throughout the year? And are there certain festivals that you'd recommend maybe somebody planning their trip around?
1: Okay. So let's just take a, like, let's take a look at the calendar, right? So if I had to break up Lake Charles in seasons, let's start at the start of the year. So January through March is typically Mardi Gras season. And fat Tuesday changes throughout the years, but Mardi Gras is huge. When I say, It's quirky. It's fun. It's a sense of gathering culture and pride. And all of the locals are flaring. It's it's very flamboyant and vibrant. And it's it's a unison piece. Right. It's something that brings everyone together. So Mardi Gras during that time, it's typically about 40 degrees. But if you speak to anybody that's from Louisiana, Louisiana weather can be a little bit unpredictable sometimes. And so you'll get like a random wave of like coldness. And then the next day you'll be in shorts. So, (laughs) (laughs) but it's just all part of the area's quirkiness.
0: So you mentioned like Mardi Gras and, and stuff like that. Cause you know, I mean, I'm from California, right? And so when I think of Mardi Gras, I think of New Orleans. And so I think a lot of people don't realize that other cities outside of New Orleans are actually holding Mardi Gras festivals as well.
1: Mardi Gras is serious throughout the state (laughs) and so serious to the point where like schools are shut down so that you can celebrate. It's a holiday that really does speak to the heritage of the people who are here in Louisiana. So, yes, New Orleans, thank you all for shining a light on Mardi Gras. It's indescribably beautiful, but Southwest Louisiana offers a family-friendly Mardi Gras. We have the Iowa Chicken Run. Iowa is like a small town outside of Lake Charles. And basically, it's a neighborhood Mardi Gras parade that is literally driven by a live chicken. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yes, it's the coolest thing. So the Iowa Chicken Run is a group. It was organized by a group of farmers. And they go through the neighborhood and they make these random stops. Well, at each stop, they knock on the neighbor's door and the neighbor gives them an ingredient that goes into a gumbo. And so as this parade progresses, you're collecting these ingredients along the route. And then there's a huge gumbo cooked at the end. But at each stop, there's a a guy, I wish I knew his name. I'm sorry. I'm really new to the area, but I did get this experience firsthand. And it is so cool. So the leader of the Iowa chicken run basically has a live chicken and he tosses it into the air and all of the children in that neighborhood run and try to catch the chicken. And uh, <laughs> once the chicken is caught, he moves over to the next stop along the route. It's so high energy. There's music everywhere. People are throwing beads and candy. And the energy that you see on a child's face when they catch this chicken is it's bigger than Christmas, right? Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> this is better than Christmas.
0: <laughs> that's amazing. I remember visiting my my family in, in uh, Mississippi and they had a rooster. They would chase us around the yard. And so <laughs> <laughs> this way we actually get to chase the chicken instead of the, the chicken chasing us. So that's that's, <laughs> like, that's good. Absolutely. <laughs> now, So we're talking about the weather. Like you said, January to kind of March is like the Mardi Gras season. And it's it's a little chilly, right? Like it's in that 40s, and but possibly also weather, shorts weather. Uh, what about the rest of the year?
1: So let's look towards March and May. This is peak spring festival season, so everybody's coming out of their homes, putting their jackets up, really able to take in like a soft summer, if you will. I would say that the average temperature is about 60, and people are just flocking all over the area to really take in our outdoor experiences because we've kind of been shut away for a little bit during the winter months. So we have Sam Houston Jones State Park, which just reopened with some really affordable cabins that you can rent out. Perfect for like a solo traveler or um, a couple or a family getaway who just wants to revel in nature a little bit. And then I would even say like going on the lake and we have this place called uh, Lake Area Adventures. And if you guys come down here, please recommend Sarge. Sarge is the biggest, boldest personality that can make a group setting or a couple's guide along our waters, whether it be the lakes, the Calcasieu River, any of those bodies of waters would be really great to have him as a guide with lake area Adventure. So you can go kayaking, you can get some jet skis, you can um, rent out a boat. So. People are really taking in the opportunity that they've missed in the past few months to get on the water, enjoy a nice sunset, having a local beer, all of these different things.
0: Yeah, that, that sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, you had me at beer, by the way. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well, I do want to mention one other thing, because if you're really into nature and you're really into birding, May is a huge time to travel the Creole Nature Trail. So the Creole Nature Trail is one of the first stops for migratory birds. And so they are flying across the Gulf of Mexico, and that is one of the places that they land. And so the birds literally fall out in the fields. It's not like a graceful landing that you see on photos and things like that. They are exhausted. They fall out, and they can cover up fields and fields. And so it'll be like a white sheet of birds.
0: Oh, man. And it's over like
1: <laughs> 400 different uh, species.
0: Yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of picturing that in my head right now. It's like... <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah
0: probably about the same picture of me dancing just kind of falling all over the place (laughs) (laughs) in the ground and my wife laughing so yeah (laughs) (laughs) now one thing that I we haven't talked about yet as far as like the summertime you know I I have kids so you know summertime is probably like a big travel season for us because they're out of school and everything but I also know that now that I'm here living in the south it can get hot and muggy and those types of things Uh, what's the weather like down there in Lake Charles
1: the temperature definitely rises. I don't want to mislead anyone. But when I tell you that we are prepared to cool you off in all the ways, all the ways. So like I said, we have the lakes, uh, we have the river, and we have the Gulf of Mexico. And even just being next to the water, there is an element of breeze that's there. Our casino resorts, like you will not get a more luxurious experience at our uh, than our casino resorts because they have lazy rivers, they have pool parties, pool concerts, and they have access to the beach area. So they have even a beach area where you can go out and do volleyball and and all kinds of things and and hang out like on a on a late summer night. I mean, I, I don't think there's anyone that can do a summer with our levels of heat and make you cool off the way that we can.
0: What are the names of the casinos that are there?
1: So we have LaBerge and we have Golden Nugget. And soon we'll be introducing Horseshoe Casino. But in our area outside of just that general area, because LaBerge and Golden Nugget share a boardwalk so you can bounce in between. But we also have Delta Downs. And so if there's anybody who is really into racinos, which is thoroughbred horse racing, anybody who's into that, that is your place to go, especially if you're coming from Texas, because it's so close to the Texas border. So you can go to Delta Downs, grab a great bite to eat, watch the horses really take flight on the track. And it's like watching your money in real time, <laughs> like <laughs> really taking off the wind. And it just makes everything so much sweeter.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Now, uh, I've used to go to like, horse racing when I was younger, you know, with my, with my parents and everything. But I just keep meaning to go and uh, I just never end up doing it. So I think I'm going to have to go there and, and check it out.
1: Yeah. The thoroughbred horse racing is it's peak season is in September, but during that off season, they have so many little quirky races like zebra racing, ostrich races. I mean, it's just a lot of fun. They they do a great job of keeping the energy high outside of the season.
0: Well, that's pretty cool. Now we talk about all these like different places that are kind of, it seems like they're a little spread out around the Lake Charles area, whether we're flying into Houston or, or flying into the Lake Charles, the airport there that, the close one. Do we need to a, a rent a car while we're there or should we use Uber? Like wh- how do we get around?
1: So if you wanted to get around Lake Charles, it's truly, truly subjective to what you want your experience to be. So our casino resorts, you can stay there and never leave. You have food, you have experiences, you'll have live music, um, you have spas, you have golf. There's so much for you to do on that property where you could just commute straight to the casino resort unwind relax revel in the the environment that has been created for you to never leave and that could be it now like i said we are a very drivable destination as well so we're an hour away from lafayette we're two hours away from baton rouge three hours away from new orleans two hours away from houston um, about five hours away from dallas as well as five hours away from austin so we're a super drivable destination with your personal car as well so when you're here If you were to stay at one of our casino resorts, you're about a 15 minute drive from everywhere. So it's not necessarily that it's all spread out. But yes, I would recommend that you have a form of transportation. But if you wanted a night out on the town, if you wanted to leave the casino resort and go out to downtown Lake Charles, you can Uber there. Or you can lift there. The, those rideshare options are available. But we do have car rentals as well, and there's uh, at the airport.
0: Okay. And so from there, you just kind of mentioned the downtown area. It, it's pretty walkable. Is it kind of like a cute little downtown area, or how does that work?
1: It's so cute. It is so stinking cute downtown. So I'd like to start with the area that is along the lake. So it's right next to the Civic Center where a lot of festivals and a lot of events are happening. There's Live at the Lakefront, which is a live outdoor concert series that typically takes place around Sunset. But there's like little trails that you can walk along along the lake to really take in the atmosphere and the sunset and just the breeze from the lake. You can take it all in at your own pace in that area. But then you have a strip along Broad Street and it, and it does expand. I, I don't want to limit anything to Broad Street, but that is kind of like the thoroughfare of downtown and it leads you everywhere. Um, there's Luna Bar and Grill. Oh, my God. The Sunday Brunch. The Sunday Brush. Put that on your list, y'all. And then there is Panorama Music House if you're looking for nightlife. It's so cool there because I think that it really does speak to all music lovers so there's no stipulations on age there's no stipulation on this and other there is a cover and there's there are age limits but when i say like 18 up to 60 you can enjoy your time there if you want to drink and you want some food you want to be able to have a conversation and enjoy some live music that's the place to be so if you're you're stretching along broad street in downtown lake charles anywhere from that lakefront area on back and it's all tucked away so the, the cool thing about it all, though, is that in all of my travels and in all of um, the locations that I've lived, this downtown area is not your typical downtown. It almost has like a neighborhood vibe. So you'll see locals and you'll see people walking their dogs and things like that. And it's just very, it seems more like a casual experience to where it is welcoming for everyone. It doesn't seem intimidating. You're not seeing a bunch of people walking around in suits and you're like, where where do I go? Where where am I going? And what am I doing? It's pretty casual and welcoming. I
0: love that. Wow, that's awesome. Now let's talk about some of the other places to eat while we're there. Because obviously, you know, we're going to be eating some breakfast and lunch and, and dinner <laughs> and, and maybe a little treat and stuff like that, right? A little ice cream or candy or something. Where would we go for some like really good food? Also also the local food, right? Because I know the flavors there in, uh, in Louisiana are just so special that you're not going to be able to find them much anywhere else in the United States.
1: So I actually wanted to mention this when you said that everything was pretty spread out. Well, yeah, there are some attractions and um, hotels that may be spread out. But the one thing that connects you to everywhere is our food. Cajun Creole cuisine is really the heart of who we are. And then even smoked wheat, smoked meats, not smoked wheats. <laughs> <laughs> even smoked meats, because that little bit of Texas influence were right there on the border. Right. So smoked boudin and red beans and rice and crawfish and oh my god I'm getting hungry so (laughs) all of that and seafood some of the freshest seafood we're right here next to the gulf so all of these places that I'm about to mention are offering some of the best that you'll ever find and honestly my favorite places are not like the bougie spots I want the spots that are not necessarily geared towards artistry but geared towards heritage like this is a generational taste that you get on the plate so One of my favorite places to go is I love Leonard's Food Quarters. It's a blend of like soul food, Creole, Cajun eats, a bunch of rice and gravies and uh, slow cooking and smothered meats. I really love Area 337. Area 337 is actually a, it's a a Latin kitchen. So they prepare Cuban, Puerto Rican, Dominican, and other various types. And it's really like a hole in the wall. To where when you walk in, you, you've almost been transported into another country. Everything from the type of hospitality that you receive there. When you go in, I would love to say, hey, ask for Gus. But Gus is going to introduce himself. Gus is <laughs> going to you know step into that place and really make you feel like you're a friend, really make you feel at home. And he's going to make sure that that is on your bucket list every time you visit Southwest Louisiana. Another place that I really like is the Villa Harlequin. This is a little bit more of like a a casual fine dining atmosphere. It's a popular place for people to go and hang out after work for a drink, but it's also a good place where if you if you are seeking that culinary aspect of a meal, you're going to get it there. The chef there is uh, Amanda Cousy, and she just won the title as Louisiana Seafood Queen at one of the statewide um, cook-offs. And she beat out some of the big dogs throughout the state. And it was her first time, and she's the second ever woman to do so. And when I tell you that her food is wonderful, everything from the way that like she pan sears the food to the selection of seafood that's freshest on the menu, the Villa Harlequin is in downtown Lake Charles, and you have got to add that on your place to, place to dine.
0: That sounds amazing. Congrats to her for winning. That's awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And so um, as far as the food goes, like downtown is a great place to grab food. Kirkman Street, just driving up and down Kirkman Street, it's a neighborhood feel. And you'll see these hole in the wall spots. The casinos are a great place to eat. And if you're looking for anything, Cajun and Creole and in between, you'll find that all throughout the destination.
0: Oh, that's awesome. So where would we go if we wanted uh, to get a good breakfast before we go out there and go exploring and checking everything out?
1: My favorite breakfast spots are to specific locations so if you want that uh, how do you put it like instagramable sweet delight everything from the place that you sit to the way that things are plated you go to the bakery the bakery is a local bakery that is a blended between the owner's name and the term bakery so her name is rebecca and so you go to the bakery <laughs> and it gives all the emily in paris vibes have you seen emily in paris on netflix
0: i've heard about it i, I haven't seen it but uh It's on my list. So it
1: was all the rave in the early summer and late spring. I think that's when it launched. But it's a Parisian paradise tucked right in the middle of Lake Charles. Everything from the coffee artistry to the pastries, they offer breakfast. And I mean, it's going to be one of the places that people will recommend for sure. And the second one is coffee Thirty. Coffee 30 is so cool in the way that, like, you want a thick breakfast and you don't want, like, if you're recovering from a hangover, if you're one of those people who like a hearty breakfast, you go to Coffee 30. They're going to hook you up and you will, you'll definitely come back for sure.
0: Oh, that sounds so amazing. Speaking of like waking up from a hangover and stuff like that, uh <laughs> before we get into the final countdown, what are some of the places we should consider staying while we're there in, in Lake Charles? Uh, I know obviously the the casinos, they have hotels there as well, right? Where you can stay at the on the casino property.
1: Oh yeah, we have the um most of the major hotels as well. So the, the hotels are on the casino property. So they're they're resorts, right? Like I said, you can stay there, you can party there, you can dine there. And there are even some services that will come get you from the beach areas. And so you can go kayaking from those properties. But some of the popular ones like Marriott and Hilton, we have some of those properties out here as well. So if the casino is something that you just kind of want to tap into, there are other places to stay and, as well as Airbnbs in the area, too.
0: Yeah. I usually use like my miles and points when I travel. So it's nice to know that there are like some of those local brands that are there, but also it's nice if I want to have that more of like that unique experience that I can only get there in in Lake Charles, that those resorts uh, at the casinos are are also a place to stay.
1: For sure. And then I would even say that, you know, if you want to use those points, going to the casinos is still quite the experience. If you want like an entertainment hub, you'll get that at those casinos whether you're staying there or not.
0: Right on. Well, Shalisa, I really appreciate you sharing all these amazing tips for Lake Charles. I've learned so much, and I I can't wait to come visit. But now it's time for the final countdown. If somebody only had time for one meal when they visited Lake Charles, where should they go and what should they eat?
1: Okay, so I would recommend that you go to Mama Rita's kitchen. And the reason why I say this is because during Hurricane Laura, her building was completely destroyed, and she just reopened this year. Now, Mama Rita is going to give you that authentic experience that i was mentioning earlier like you can hear the genuineness in the way that she prepares a meal to the way that she serves it in her smile and her warmth i recently did an interview with her and she said that her favorite thing is to see the smile on the customer's face and the warmth of the plate because she knows that she's handing off a fresh meal
0: wow that's amazing what would you order when you go there
1: oh the chicken the fried chicken all day all day
0: what size would you get
1: um i think her plates are pretty standard but i mean if she threw a few extra strips in there they would not go unnoticed
0: <laughs> <laughs> awesome now like, like you say you've only been there for you know a handful of months but i'm sure you've had some pretty amazing experiences so far what's one of your most memorable
1: i think the creole nature trail is probably one of my most memorable experience and i'll say this because you get to go at your own pace right a lot of these experiences are crafted and like within certain time frames or certain dollar amounts. This experience is not only is it free outside of like, you know, preparing your own gas or you know, having a vehicle to travel the route, but if you wanna stay an extra hour at the beach, you can. If you wanna spend a few more minutes uh, walking along the marshlands, you can. If you see some gators out there and you wanna pull on the side of the road, you can do that.
0: Yeah, but don't pet them. But don't pet them.
1: Please don't pet them, you <laughs> Please don't pet them. <laughs> we, want to, we want everyone to return home safe, but while you're here, just watch. And yes, yes, from a distance, from a distance, yes. <laughs> from we- a distance. And so that's probably my favorite and watching those sunsets and just the peacefulness that you get in the drive back so you can listen to some sunsynical music and really revel in what the area has to offer.
0: Yeah, I'm just kind of imagining that right now. I, I'm almost like, just like lulling myself to sleep. I'm just thinking of like <laughs> going along there. Although I'm the one that has to drive all the time. So I, I can't fall asleep while I'm driving.
1: Yeah, it takes <laughs> the roughness out of the planning element. Just go out there, explore and figure out what you want to do.
0: Absolutely. So speaking of good times and happy memories, where's the happiest happy hour in Lake Charles?
1: So Bodega Wine Dive, Bodega Wine Dive. And this is why I choose Bodega Wine Dive. If anybody out there is a true fan of Scandal, y'all, this is a a restaurant and wine bar and they serve truffle popcorn. Sometimes when you go to happy hour, you're not hungry. Sometimes you wanna go there and vent. Sometimes you need a moment alone. Sometimes you just need that, just a sense of relief in that item that you just keep popping into your mouth but you're not like putting on pounds and you're not feeling gross when you leave. (laughs) Bodega Wine, guys offers this truffle popcorn and you can get a house specialty wine or you know you can get what whatever kind of wine you want they have a right uh, wine to fit whatever price point and whatever palette you have so you choose that wine you get that popcorn and you sit there and you do your olivia pope thing um that's a, a scandal reference for oh, yeah, anybody yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for anybody who's not familiar but You can do that as well as people around you can order pizza and salads. And I mean, it's just such a cool vibe. It's low lit, but very modern architecture. And I just feel like it it fits that grown up style of what a happy hour is. Sometimes I feel like we lose the idea of what a happy hour is, that just needing to go to a place that offers it. But if you're really seeking that calm after a a workday storm, (laughs) Bodega is gonna be your spot.
0: Ah, that sounds like such a great place to hang out and just kind of like, let all the tension off your shoulders and just kind of chill out for a minute yeah for sure now speaking of pizza like you said that they make pizza there where's the best place for pepperoni pizza in lake charles
1: so we have a brewery that also offers craft pizza so if you want to get pepperoni pizza you can do that is that your favorite Lee? is pepperoni pizza your favorite? yeah
0: I, I kind of like a four-year-old sometimes yeah so Some,
1: like that's a safe space to go so you could get pepperoni pizza there but also, if you have an adventurous palate and you really want to take in like some of the artistry of the, their pizza making skills, you could get pizza with fig on it. You could get pizza with apples on it. Crying Eagle does a phenomenal job of offering Cajun bites for like appetizers, some of those craft pizzas, as well as some of the best beer you'll ever taste. When I tell you going like on a boat with Lake Area Adventures and getting a six-pack of beer from Crying Eagle, y'all, it's a good day.
0: Oh, ah, there you go. <laughs> See, my wife has the, the Adventurous palate. She's the one that wants to, like, have all the, the all the weird concoctions and everything like that. And so <laughs> so it's good where I can go to a place where I can get, you know, my my basic pepperoni pizza and she can get, like, all the, the gourmet level stuff and that way we're both happy.
1: Look, I wasn't going to call you basically,
0: but you said it. You said hey, it. I, I own it. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> we're not, well, I know obviously you've only been in Lake Charles for a little while, but you've also traveled all over the place with your job and with moving around from all the different places you've lived. You've probably amassed some some pretty good travel tips. Uh, What's one of your best travel tips?
1: My best travel tip in general is to be open-minded. All right, like take a deeper look. Some things can be off-putting just based on the building that they're in or how the meal is served, but that is not how you get the true sense of a destination. The way you check the pulse of a destination is by diving in, especially in the Lake Charles area. Some of our best meals are plate lunches. Some of our best meals are, um, you know, a walk-up restaurant. Some of our best meals, it's you're waiting in line to get to a table that sits in the corner just so you can have that smothered chicken, so that you can have that etouffee, so that you can have that pound of crawfish that you wanted, that you were craving. And so in general, I think that that fits every destination. You go and see where the neighborhood eateries are, um, explore the downtown areas to truly check the pulse of a destination and just kind of get out of your comfort zone a little bit. Even if you know that you like pepperoni pizza, Lee, if you bring your wife there, have a bite of her pizza, have a bite of it. You just never know how you'll be able to expand your
0: mind. Uh, that's great advice, and uh true. She always <laughs> tempts me, and sometimes she has to bribe me a little bit, but uh, <laughs> you know, I'm always happy that she did. <laughs> well, Shalisa, I really appreciate you sharing all these amazing tips for like Charles. It's going to be awesome when we come visit, and I can't wait to hang out with you and and check out some of this pizza and and beers and and all the different nature places, and you may have to bribe me as well to to, <laughs> to branch out a little bit, but that that'll be okay. Can you tell the audience a little bit more about who you are and what you do?
1: Absolutely. So my name is Shalisa Rowland, and I am the director of public relations for Visit Lake Charles. And my occupation is really simple, but I think other people sometimes can complicate it. (laughs) My mom still thinks I'm a food critic. My sister thinks I'm a blogger and um, my little sister thinks I'm a social media influencer. I'm none of those things. What I do is I share the authentic experiences of Southwest Louisiana with the rest of the world. So that people can come here, have that authentic moment in Lake Charles, and then want to return. That's what I do for a living. And it's been the most rewarding move in my career
0: sounds like a really fun job and better watch out if you, if you put it too nice out there, you know, somebody's going to come out there trying to find that job and uh, and get it from you because (laughs) (laughs) it sounds pretty amazing. So (laughs) I just want to say thank you to to Kay from uh, the Gulf Shores and Orange Beach Tourism for introducing us and uh, tell me a little bit about Lake Charles so that way I can, I can get you on the show and uh, it's been a pleasure meeting you and we look forward to seeing you when we travel there.
1: Absolutely. We love Kay and we love everybody along the Gator group. Y'all get out here and experience Southwest Louisiana if you're in the area or make special plans to.
0: What a fun chat with Shalisa. My dad loved gumbo and I know he enjoyed the authentic Creole and Cajun food at the local restaurants here. You can find all the links we talked about today at wetravelthere.com forward slash Lake Charles. We want to say thank you to Acorns for being today's affiliate partner. With Acorns, you can invest spare change automatically on every purchase that you make. Plus, you can earn found money by shopping at participating retailers. This is a great way to easily build up your travel fund. For a limited time, when you sign up at wetravelthere.com forward slash acorns, we'll both earn $5. Join us next time as we head to Huntsville, Alabama, speaking to speak with my new friend Connie Pearson of theregoesconnie.com. In this episode, Connie and I talk about the Alabama Jubilee Hot Air Balloon Festival, the story behind Tom's Wall, and catching a show at the Princess Theatre. You'll be us when we travel there. If you've enjoyed this podcast episode, please share with your friends and tell them what you like most. Make sure you follow us on your favorite podcast app. That way you won't miss any of our upcoming destinations.